0: it going this is coach cookie your life and relationship coach thanks for tuning in to my first episode of rising higher here we chit chat about life and relationships and how to not only survive but to thrive in today's video i want to focus on how we end up in toxic relationships and how to break the cycle but before we jump into that i would like to tell you what you can expect every week on rise on higher with coach cookie I will have a segment called High Points where I will be providing the highlights and a few comments from my listeners from the week before. There will be another segment called Cookies Commentary where I will provide my opinion on personal and or social issues. Then there's a segment called Keeping It Real where I will answer questions that my listeners may have regarding their personal concerns and their lives or whatever they may want to talk about. Today, I would like to motivate my listeners to stay positive and to be thankful for another year and enjoy the simple things in life. My affirmation for today is my thoughts don't control me. I control my thoughts. And today, my thoughts will be free, happy, and positive. Okay, so we are gonna keep it real today. I do have a question for today. It's coming from one of my clients. They asked me, hey, Coach Cookie, I'm very confused about how this man feels about me. He keeps giving me mixed signals please help. I don't know what to say or what to do. Okay, first off, you know, this is going to be my favorite segment of the show because I'm going to be able to answer your concerns and your questions and some things that you all may be going through. Okay, first off, there is no such thing as mixed signals. He is telling you exactly how he feels about you. I need for my women to pay attention to what the man is really saying. When a man is hot one day and cold the next day, that means he's not into you and he's something there's something else that's going on. Okay, let's break it down like this. He's either too immature to get serious. He's dating someone else. He may like you, but you are not the one that he wants to commit to. So he wants to keep his options open or he's married. The only reason he's with you is because you have given him permission to play with your emotions and more than likely you're making excuses for what he's doing. Let's be really clear. When a man is really into you, you're gonna know it. Women, if at any time you question something that a man is doing and it doesn't feel right, walk away and move on, okay? So that was my keep it real tip for today. Let's get into the topic. Why we end up in toxic relationships and how to break the cycle. So I believe that the root of the problem stems from our childhood. As a child, we are emotionally detached because our parents discouraged or ignored our emotions. You know, like even if we were raised in a household that didn't have a lot of trauma, believe it or not, most of the parents are not even aware what they are doing to their child. So in my experience, my parents divorced when I was six years old. I was raised by my mother. I didn't have a childhood of severe trauma, but at the same time, there was not a lot nurturing or saying I love you. As I got older, I remember being treated like the scapegoat. I was often asked, how come you can't be like your sister? I felt like I was micromanaged to the point where I didn't feel comfortable making my own decisions. And I felt like I had to prove myself uh, or work harder to be accepted. So basically in my childhood, my mother was critical and rarely praised or validated me. And no matter what I did, it was never good enough for her. As an adult, we internalize this to mean, I'm not good enough. So as adults, we're disconnected from our emotions and physical needs. A lot of times when we get into toxic relationships, this is one of the main reasons why we make excuses when the individual cheats on us, abuses us, because we're programmed not to trust our feelings. And as a result, we end up staying staying in this relationship longer than we really should. Subconsciously, You develop this pattern where you don't care about yourself, and for some reason, you don't feel whole or complete unless you're caring about someone else. So we search for people who will provide validation that we didn't receive as a child and someone we can care about. As adults, we develop the wrong concept of a relationship. Our thinking is more emotional than rational, and we end up using our emotions to pick our mate. I'm sure you have a list for what you're looking for in a mate. He has to be six foot two, tall, dark, and handsome. He has to have his own teeth in his mouth. He can't be walking on a cane. He has to love me and cherish my five cats and my six dogs. He has to have a big wonk wonk, and he has to have sexual appeal. This is emotional list. It's not rational. And some people try to figure out, why am I still single? It's because when we get caught up in our emotions, This person that we've created on this list does not exist. Think about it. Look at your list and tell yourself, is this an emotional list or is this a rational list? Again, if it was emotional, it's not realistic. And I hate to tell you, but that person literally does not exist. As we continue in the relationship, we know that we are going through the honeymoon phase. So now we've gotten to the point where we're in the honeymoon phase. We see the red flags, but we ignore them. And again, you think to yourself, I can change this person because we're falling in love. Again, you're thinking emotionally and not rationally. It's important to reprogram your thinking so you won't be so quick to rushing into commitment after you think you've got the green light to continue with a relationship. Okay, so now that we have an idea as to how we attract toxic people, let's focus on how we break this vicious cycle first of all I want to make sure we're all on the same page and we know what a toxic relationship looks like being with someone who diminishes your self-esteem you're the only one that is giving to the relationship and trying to make it work the trust has vanished and it's impossible for it to be repaired loyalty does not exist and you are not encouraged to tap into your own full potential. If you're going through anything similar to this, you are in a toxic relationship. It may sound strange, but some people are not even aware that they go through this cycle and have to be taught to get out of it. When we have lack of self-worth for ourselves, it is reflected in our relationships. In other words, our partners are going to reflect how we subconsciously feel about ourselves. Let me say that one more time. Our partners are going to reflect how we subconsciously feel about ourselves. So if we want a partner that is more considerate, compassionate, respectful, understanding, forgiving, we have to cultivate these things in ourselves. And you need to start observing what is going on in your relationship and recognize the pattern and focus on breaking that pattern. The most important relationship that you're going to have is the one with yourself it's gonna set the tone for other relationships. This would not only include passionate relationships, but relationships with your children, your friends, your family, your coworkers. Okay, you get the idea. Learn to love yourself and accept yourself just as you are. The first thing I want to focus on is forgiveness. Unless you're able to forgive what happened to us in our past, we can't start to heal and change on the inside. You are probably hurt from what happened to you as a child with a family member, your ex-boyfriend, your ex-girlfriend, your ex-wife, you get the idea. It's sad to say, but sometimes the person that caused the abuse may not even be alive any longer. So this is what I need for you to do. I need for you to write a letter to the person or to the people that hurt you in your past. Now, for some people, you may have several letters. That's okay. Don't worry, I understand that you're not gonna do this during the time period of this video. This is something for you to work on later. This is between you and your past. Write a letter telling them exactly how they made you feel, how deeply they scarred you. Don't hold anything back. Cuss your heart out if you want to. Write all, write out everything in in detail that you can think of and it helps to make a lift. Uh, We tend to remember the words and action that cut us deep so you have no problem Write everything they did that hurt you. Make sure you write down everything you remember and be as honest as possible. As you write these letters, you will feel the release from the hurt and the anger. And then you will experience a feeling of peace and joy. Remember to focus on your intention to let go of the toxic energy and heal. They may not deserve forgiveness, but you do. Then you need to read the letter out loud. It really helps if you can share the letter with a special friend, your significant other, or anyone that you really trust that's going to respect what you're going through. Because more than likely, it is going to be a very emotional experience for some people, and it's good to have someone there. Okay, on the other hand, I get it if you don't really have anyone that you can trust to read it to. Let me tell you. I read my letter to my teddy bear and then burned the letters in an ashtray and buried the ashes in the yard. It was like I had a funeral about the abuse in my past and I buried it. If you feel like you would like to read the letter out loud to someone, but you don't have anyone that you can trust to share that with, hit me up on my email at heycoachcookieatemail.com. I'll send you my personal information and you can call me. We can talk about it. So once you finish reading the letter out loud, tell this person, I forgive you and I love you. Burn the letter or the letters and let it go. Now, I know that this step is going to take some time for some people. This is not anything that we're going to be able to do overnight. You're gonna, you might have several letters and then it might take weeks before you read the letters and go through the steps and the emotional change and everything. But once you do that, Okay, now that you've forgiven the people you hurt and you've gotten through that part and you've buried the past, now you can focus on your healing. So the next step is going to be that you're going to start working on yourself. Start doing the things that give you excitement, that give you energy. For example, you may love cooking. Take a cooking class or look into starting a channel that has something to do with cooking. Learn who you really are and find your purpose in life. The ideal is that this is your time to love yourself and do things that others may have taken away from you or you felt you missed out on. As you do this, everything will naturally shift based on the way you feel about yourself. As you truly start to heal, your eyes will be opened to a brand new world. You won't tolerate the things that you tolerate before in any of your relationships. I hope this will help you and give you a good start to your healing process. I know for a lot of people, this is going to be very difficult. So if you need someone to talk to when you start your healing process, your healing journey, please reach out to me at heycoachcookie at gmail.com. Let's talk about it. Let's find out if you could benefit from coaching. Uh, The first 30 minutes are free. My inbox is always open. Feel free to connect with me online on Facebook and Instagram at my Rising Higher podcast. And I would like to tell you guys today that I'm so excited to be here to help you guys. Thanks for joining me today. Remember to love yourself first as we rise higher together. Thanks again. Talk to you soon.